Welcome to Blake Street Banter Does College Baseball. I don't know. We are joined by Nick's Nook here. Um, I'm here on the ones and twos. And Nick has been itching. Dude man has been grinding in the offseason, doing everything he possibly can. He's like, yo, when do we when are we doing this college baseball preview? I was like, why not now? Let's just let's get into it. And the season starts today. If you're listening to this, there's no way this is releasing before midnight on Thursday. So it is Friday, February 17th. And we are dropping this on day one of D1 baseball. Um, don't have to thank me. I'll just say you're welcome already. And Nick, this is like your your birthday, your favorite, second favorite day of the year. How excited are you about today? I'm very excited. It's, it's like a, it should be a national holiday. <laughs> I mean, every every opening day of baseball in any league should be a national holiday. I love it. Um, yeah, so let's just get right into it, you think? Mm-hmm. All right, so we'd be remiss if I didn't mention MSU Denver baseball. The Roadrunners are our adopted college baseball team, the baseball team of D- D- Denver Metro, almost said Detroit, my Michigan roots are showing out. And D2 baseball has been playing for a little bit. Our, I have a few teams in Grand Rapids area that are playing. Davenport has played two or three games, and they're a pretty solid D2 program. Um, but we have to talk a little bit about the Roadrunners. Um, they are off to a 6-1 and one start. Granted, they're playing some teams in the, the winter tournaments that they like to do around, and we just have to talk about them. Oh, maybe you can get Nick on the or Mike on the uh, um, looking it up while we talk here, Nick, real quick, if you know anything about MSU baseball. Um, but I'm going there's this guy named Rickley Arkelis. I have no idea if I said that right, but he was the name that kept popping up in like big games last year. And so far in three games, three appearances, no starts, four innings pitched. He has struck out 10 batters out of 14 batters faced. I'm going to say that again for you in the back. 10 strikeouts out of 14 batters faced. Um, has a .071 average against. And so Dude Man has just been crushing it. And on the batting sta- batting side, there we have, what, 5, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Nope, those are RBIs. About 12 to 15 home runs as a team with Zach Scholler leading the charge. Dude man has a 500 batting average already with a 1.498 OPS. So if you're in the Denver area, if you're a fan of Colorado Rockies, Denver baseball at all, you definitely need to go check out the Roadrunners down there. Um, we just have to open it. We just, I just had to open it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking up your, your shine there, Nick, but I feel like we had to fine. just bring it out. So there's that go see them live. They should be back in Denver soon. Um, our adopted team going from there so that'll be it that'll be that and let's talk d1 baseball so top 25 rankings they were released they've been released we had a i remember seeing a off-season preseason release back in december and now we have the official top 25 release um how surprised were you that you saw lsu at number one i wasn't <laughs> But well, with every with everything that they added and everybody that they were able to scrounge together, I mean, Skeens, Tommy Paul Skeens, Tommy White, uh, Christian Little. I mean, it was no surprise. Yeah, I'm oh. still a believer that. Yeah, they were that team that added like six or seven big dogs this offseason, right? Like mm-hmm. through the portal. Yeah, 
Oh, yes. And they were 40 and 22 last year. Finished the mm -hmm. season last year as the 25th ranked. And then they added all those big dogs. How did they make that happen? Money. Oh, the NIL. Some boosters. No secret. You know, that's that stuff so prevalent now. I don't know how prevalent it is in baseball. because <laughs> Right. But. Yeah. That new head coach. Because they poached. Jay Johnson away from the Twins last year. Okay. For their head coaching position. So that's so. this is his second year. Uh, yeah. Okay. I believe so. All right. So you have a, pro a professional coach coming in and doing that. So LSU um, is leading the charge at number one. Tennessee, we all know Tennessee. Jordan Beck, Stanford, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M run out the top five. Now this might be my ignorance showing, Nick. But Wake Forest at number six. Is that a surprise? Should I be surprised about seeing a Wake Forest team on here? Um, if, you, if, if you know what their, their pitching staff, no. Okay. Teddy McGraw, Rhett Louder. Um, who's the other one? I have it here. Or do I not? I must not have it. Uh, yeah, Rhett Louder, uh, top 10 potential pick. Uh, they're just, they're loaded on the pitching staff. It's, it's incredible. They have uh, Josh Hartle, who is a top, will be a sophomore this year, who's a lefty. He's really good, too. Um, yeah, their they're pitching is just is excellent. And that carries teams in college baseball, right? Like, mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, if you have a solid one, two, and a possible three. Mm -hmm. if, you like, can get, if you can be in a, a decent conference, you know, and have two, two starters that go, you know, four, a 450 ERA, you know, you're going to, you're going to win 20 or 30 games. Okay. It's so, just the lower you go down that threshold, you know, the, the better the pitching or the better the hitting, the worse the pitching. So. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause Wake Forest being the SEC, like the SEC is stacked. Mm -hmm. LSU, Tennessee, Wake, Florida, Vandy, all of the, the top uh, 10. Uh, they are the ACC. Yeah. Yep. ACC, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My ignorance is showing, but. The SEC is stacked, and you got Wake mm -hmm. going three. Um, so out of the top 25 teams, like which one's kind of your dark horse? Why? Who's like a player or two that we're watching on that team? Like if I see them coming up on my ESPN Plus, why am I watching one of these top 25 teams? I'll give you two because one of them I don't – one of them is UCLA. I like what they have in the hitting department. I like what they have pitching Cody Schreier. Alonzo Treadwell, Jake Brooks, Kelly Austin, Gage Jump. You can't watch them because they're packed, a Pac-12 team. Hmm. So that, you know, outside of that, I like Oklahoma State. Jerron okay. Watts-Brown. They added uh, Nolan Schubart from Orchard Lake. Who's going to be a freshman? Just going gonna, gonna to crush everything. So I think, I think Oklahoma State. So is, Oklahoma, the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay. I, I really like them they, a lot. Say that name from Orchard Lake again for me. Nolan Schubart. Nolan Schubart. And he's a freshman that's just going to hit Dom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any, do you have any idea why he wasn't drafted last year? Like, was he, like, in the top top draft picks? Oh, I don't think he, I was league? high on him. I saw him play a few times uh, when they came down to Ohio. But uh, I don't – you know, it's, you know, high school outfielder, fringe hit. Okay. Teams just aren't gonna gonna gamble on that. Right. Okay. 
So he's down in Oklahoma State making that, working with uh, Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday's part. So, yeah, because he left the Cardinals to go back down there, right? And I thought, you know, he left for the Cardinals, and then I think he left Oklahoma, left the Cardinals. Yeah, he left, yeah. He left St. Louis to go back to Okie State, right? Yeah. Are we saying the same I think, thing? <laughs> I think, or did he? No, we'll he get... didn't. No, he's not. Josh, Hall, Josh Holiday coaches. He's a. I don't know. Uh, we'll too get, many holidays. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Mike on the on it. I'm almost positive, like he is no longer to, going to be the Cardinals bench coach. But I'm not sure if he decided to go back to Oklahoma State or I just made that up. But yeah, he signed with the St. Louis Cardinals to be the bench coach and said he wasn't going to do it. it was strictly a family decision to sign. He wanted to spend more times with his kids. Okay. So he's what probably going to volunteer as an Okie State. Um, so, again, Rockies content here. We're making the Rockies connection, even if we don't know what the Rockies connection might be. Um, so, Okie, Oklahoma State, um, a few names that popped up on here that were not ranked last year. Uh, Vanderbilt ended the last season not ranked. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Even with their throwdowns in Tennessee. Um, Virginia, Alabama, NC State, South Carolina, and Oregon. Put another. Oregon's a weird team. Oregon's not always up there, is it? Yeah, uh, up and down. It's I, they're Pac-12, oh, yeah. so it's hard. A lot of the right. times with Pac-12 schools, you know. Okay. They're, they're good, but they're just, you know, they're never on television because that's just that's the Pac-12. Right, and so you don't get to see them as much and figure out what you have there. Um. Alabama, that's a weird one. No, thirty-one and twenty-seven last year. Is that surprising? I mean, they're they're it's it, they're I don't I haven't really looked much into them. I mean, they're it's Alabama. What did they do last year? I think a lot. Some of it maybe you know is SEC bias. I don't want to. Yeah, the you know, I don't want to be very heavy I don't on this list. Yeah, I don't want to be like you know yeah it's Al you know like football but. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it, it stood out to me. So, all right, mm-hmm. let's, let's get into the good stuff here. So that's your top 25. Um, I think you're bread and butter. You're underrated teens for 2023. So I was, I, I should have said it at the beginning, but I don't know college baseball whatsoever. And if you haven't figured that out 10 minutes into this, you probably need to do a better job of listening, but like I can read and I can listen. And some there's a few teams that popped up on my radar. I'm going to ask you about it. But let's uh, let's so you go. You give your team, and then I'll give my team that I read up on. You tell me a little bit about it, and then your team. We'll do like a little draft, um, draft here. I'm a huge fan of drafts in the in the pod. So go ahead and give me one of your sleeper teams and expand on it. And how can I watch them? Who am I watching for? Like who is the top top first round, second round pick in that on that team that I might be watching when I'm tuning into that team. Davidson I I love what I what Davidson is built or is building you know they're I don't really know still don't know a whole ton about them but you know they want their projected first in their conference this season uh they have uh Michael Carico Carico who was I mean he has is his just on just about every list you'll find uh golden spikes all conference all American I mean, he's just, he hit, uh, 
Is that 406, 843 slugging, 21 home runs last season and 20 oh. last year? As a catcher? Mm-hmm. That's insane. I forget where where I saw that he could be the highest draft picked in like I think it was like 10 or 15 years. I mean, Davidson isn't a powerhouse. <laughs> no, they're they're all. Atlantic 10. No. Yeah. But they're just they they've gotten, you know, a good run of players, they owe good coaching. It's just it's awesome to see you know, smaller schools like that, you know, be good. Yeah, and to put that in perspective, I'm I put them on the Google. Mike got to it. Their home stadium, right on there, says capacity seven hundred people. So mm-hmm. if that puts it in perspective of how much of an A ten school they are, and being a sleeper by our expert Nick here, that's a, a good one. So Carico, the catcher, would be one to watch. I imagine is A ten A ten's on ESPN Plus quite a bit, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so that might be a team that we're tuning into a little bit for that Carico. Any chance the Rockies draft him? I got to bring it back. I mean, they love taking catchers, but I don't <laughs> no. think there's any. I don't. I don't think he can play right or right field. So he he would be strictly a catcher. Yeah, I, first baseman. I, I don't know a yeah. lot about his defensive ability, yeah. but. Okay, so that something we'll watch, something we'll keep everybody updated on as we go through and see what Michael Carrico could be and see where he might end up going into the draft. So Davidson baseball. All right, that's a good one. Projected to be the A-10 leaders. Um, so in my reading, in my research that I did for about three minutes before we popped on, that's a lie, I did a little bit more than that. Um, Rutgers, and I hate saying that as a Big Ten dude, Nebraska fan all the way through. Rutgers baseball, I guess, is sneaky good. They made a Cinderella run at the end of last year, um, made some noise, fell a little short in the Big Ten tournament um, last year, but they're ranked 26th, 27th overall going into the season. Um, I just was reading an article that if Rutgers is really going to take this program to the next step, they have the leverage right now, like, hey, facilities, Rutgers University, look at us, we're doing some things. Um but like, what is it about Rutgers University baseball that kind of stands out and gets uh, gets some attention here? They're hitting, I think. Looking at it here, Ryan Lasco, uh, Tony Sant- Santa Maria. That's, that's a great name. That was a fun yeah, name. They, did they lead? Look, they lead. I think they yeah four forty four and fifteen last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They lost to Michigan. Um, Carl, Carl Kaufman's alma mater and um, Jack Lumgren's alma mater in the Big Ten championship game last year. So they were pushing it. Um, yeah, Nick Camilo, 16 round draft pick, led the Big Ten. Yeah, they, Max Martin was one of their commits. Yeah, he's he is very good. Max Martin out of New Jersey, yeah, shortstop. Yep. The Big Ten, you know, for being you know, really a only, not a football only, but, you know, their base, uh, the top of the Big Ten is very good. Iowa, Rutgers, Maryland, you know, Ohio State, that maybe, but, you know, the bottom of it sometimes can be. <laughs> yeah, as, like I just said, the Nebraska, there was a lot of hype over Nebraska baseball going into last year. This time last year, it was like, Nebraska baseball might make some noise. They're kind of like that sleeper pick. And then they just, 
hit a wall and were terrible. Like I remember watching some of their ESPN plus games. They were playing like UTSA roadrunners. Yeah. The roadrunners. And they just got demolished. I was like, okay, so <laughs> Nebraska baseball is not quite back. And you, the Van Horn era in the two thousands, Nebraska baseball was so much fun. Um, so the big 10 is not what it used to be. I guess that was big 12 then, but you kind of see it there. Um, it'll be the big, well, it'll be the big 12 year. Cause with UCLA and USC again, <laughs> is that happening? And yeah. That's going to happen. I have, I just, it's, it's such so ridiculous. <laughs> I know they should just make, I mean, yeah, that could be a whole nother pod. We just might revamp mm-hmm. it. DNCA all across the board. Um, but a name that just popped up and on for the Rutgers, and then we'll go to yours, is a Hugh Pickney. Uh, Toronto Products was drafted in the 17th round by the Padres last year. Um, he's a freshman this year, and he decided to come back to Rutgers and play for them. So it might be something we watch out for if we're watching a Rutgers game. Hugh Pickney. Um, so just, that's kind of a fun name, too. Catcher outfielder for the, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, which I'm just, I don't like that mascot name either. But again, my bias is showing. Um, who's another sleeper you got? Um, pull up here. Uh, let's see here. Jocko, Justin Kirby. I'm gonna I'm gonna start diving into my Ohio bag here. Uh, played three years at Kent, Kent State, uh, and then no, no, four years. I'm sorry, four years at Kent State. Uh, solid bat, Mac. I mean, one of the best hitters in the Mac every year. Um, transferred into Auburn this season. Okay. Uh, much very similar to what Michael Turner did last season. He went to Arkansas and then uh, was, a, was a fan favorite, great hitter there. Um, 15, yeah, 15 home runs in 2022 for Kent State. Uh, he will probably be a day two, maybe a day three pick. I just, uh, having seen him play a bunch, he's just, he's a solid power contact. He's going to give you a good grindy gritty at bat. Okay. Um, you, you said he's at Auburn right now? Yeah, Justin Kirby at Auburn. Justin Kirby for Auburn. And again, SEC on ESPN Plus. Yes, we are trying to tell you where to watch these where, watch these teams, watch them play. Um, so, again, my my research, I don't even know if – I don't think he's under the radar, but Jacob Wilson. So, one thing that I saw about Jacob Wilson, he plays for Grand Canyon University, which is probably held against him, right? You're playing for GCU. Uh, shortstop third baseman left fielder, but this stat was insane when they said it. He struck out seven times last year in 246 at bats in his in his entire career. His NCAA two years of NCAA baseball, two years of summer ball, and 480 plate appearances. Dewman has struck out 26 times with a 42 42 walks, and he's still OPSing of a 924. Now. Is that a product of his league playing in the WAC, whatever that is, the Western, there's no way it's the Western Atlantic, Western Athletic Conference, or is Dude Man just that disciplined, that good with the stick? What do you know about um, Jacob Wilson here? I know that he's very good. Uh, I it, He's it, he's the real deal. Um, I don't think it's, you know, it's because he, it, it might, some of it, you know, he's, the numbers are gaudy because, you know, it's the WAC, but you know, he did pretty well down in the Cape. Uh, not great, but 
really good. His swing is it's excellent. Uh, he's just he's one of those mid-major players that you know you just you love to watch play. He played with uh, Team USA. Uh, yeah, last did. summer. Yeah, I saw that on there. Be the first. Uh, he could be the first, first, uh, first ever, first round pick from Grand Canyon. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Spent most of his time between third base and short. Do you know anything about his defensive profile? Where he might spend most of his uh, time? No, I that I don't know. I I imagine he could probably stick it short, but you know, third base, second, wherever they move him, he's going to hit. Right. Yeah. There's no way this discipline doesn't play out. It makes me miss a uh, Juan Brito a little bit, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. So last year in, even in the Cape, you said not his best work still had 42 plate appearances, only struck out five times, walked six times. So again, he's still walking more than striking out. And then I don't care who you are. I think I'm a big believer in plate discipline and that plays at whatever level you are, whether it's the whack, the SEC, the minors, the pros, like if you have that plate discipline, that's why I'm a huge Grant Levine fan. Like you, that's going to play. And that's, it's one of those professional bats that they're going to grind it out and they're going to do what they need to, to get on base. So Jacob Wilson, it's going to be, he's definitely, I'm definitely tuning in the grand Canyon game. If I'm up enough. And if it's on the ESPN plus, I'm not sure if the wax on the ESPN plus, um, but it's definitely something it should be. I think they have, they have, all everything i would imagine they might be one of the schools that streams it themselves but i think i think grand canyon i don't think the only conferences that aren't on espn espn plus or i think it's the big big 10 and then the uh big 10 big 12 whatever whichever one uh and then the pac 12 okay yeah i don't know yeah they're yeah they're espn plus i think it's the big 10 that's not on there yeah, they have their own Big Ten Plus, which is just an awful thing. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> again, another conversation for a later time. Um, pitchers and hitters to watch. So, like, we just gave you Jacob Wilson, the guy in Auburn. Remind me of his name again for all the listeners. Justin Kirby. Justin Kirby. That's a sweet name. Um, any uh, any other just under-the-radar team, like, that? I'm if I'm tuning into a baseball game, I'm going to go watch out for I'm going to go kind of far deep down because at this point, you know what I can, uh, I'm going to go with Oakland out of the horizon league up there in, in, uh, in Michigan, uh, golden Grizzlies, um, Jordan Banfield has done excellent work up there after leaving Akron, uh, to become their head coach. He, uh, almost took them first place in the horizon league last season. I think they lost out by, if I remember correctly, it was just a game or two in, in conference play. But Brandon Nye is really good. Peter Jelenic, I mean, they're just, they're, they're that's an excellent program that's, you know, getting brighter and brighter as every day. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Nye is very good. He was the Horizon League freshman of the year. Um, it's just, they've built, Jordan Banfield has built just such a great program up there. Yeah, looking at this list real quick. Yeah, Brandon Nye from Michigan, Temperance. Not a city I've ever heard for, heard of, but I've heard of Bedford. Um, but he's a third base right hand pitcher. Um, so this is I like how you brought this up because this there's a guy on here, Ryan Dykstra, first baseman outfielder. He was playing JUCO ball last year here in town, played at Grand Rapids uh, Community College, 
and he he's with Oakland University. Okay. Yeah, so, they've done it's it's an it's been an excellent program to watch. They lost, if I remember correctly, they lost uh, in the Horizon League Championship Finals to Wright State last season. So they were a game away from making the NCAA tournament as the automatic qualifier out of that league. That, that's lost. huge. Dang. Yeah, but it's just it's a great program that's that deserves a little bit more attention than it gets. Oh, yeah, they lost. Yeah, they lost twenty four nothing in the. Yeah. I didn't think it was that. <laughs> At 20, 24 nothing in the uh, championship game. <laughs> it doesn't sound good on audio, but they made it to the championship game. Well, it's one of those things where they play four games in four days. Yeah. So that tournament style, man, it'll kick you. Yeah. Ass. You know, you got, if you, if your pitching is, you know, gashed, you're, you're, you're done day one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I like this. And, and the, I have that little hometown feel that's there. Shoot, might even hit it up and if I'm on the east side. All right. I like that. Oakland, Oakland University there. Okay. I like that. Um, all right. So anything else you just want to talk about? Give me some, give me some spiciness, Nick. Come on. Can I tell you that uh LSU is not gonna win the college world series too? What do you mean? They're ranked number one. They have Dylan Cruz, they have all these studs that came into them. They have five potential golden spike award winners. What do you mean they're not gonna win? Vanderbilt had a lighter and rocker. They didn't win it. Well, that's what you're going off of? Well. Give me more, man. Give me one, more. All it, takes, all it takes is one rinky, one or two rinky-dink performances in a regional. And, you know, your season's over by somebody like Southern out of the swack or something. <laughs> Southern's a top you 25 have one team. Or, one or two, you know, one or two bad games. And, you know. But- you you think that's happening with a veteran squad like that? Like with all these guys that came to LSU for this run? You don't think they're going to have it figured out in college baseball, which is, I mean, it's college baseball. It's college sports, right? There's always that, that like, what if factor. But you're saying they're, so how far are they making in the NCAA tournament? I, 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 Super I, regionals? I have, I have the prediction here. Um, and you know they could win it. My I have in the finals. I'll predict. I have uh, UCLA and uh, LSU in the College World Series finals. I think UCLA can get there. I think LSU can get there. But in, it's the reality of you know, it, it, this is this is it's sports. You know, yeah. this it's isn't football. Okay. No, it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss won it last year. Last four in. Yeah. And they won it all. And, and you, you were stoked if, about if a team that. gets high, if a team gets, you know, hot, there's nothing you can do, but just try. Yeah. And that's baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Especially college baseball. Like you see it all the time in the CWS, that hot team, like yeah. Ole Miss, like you said, first four in. Um, all right. So you have LSU making the college world series final. However, mm-hmm. you could also see LSU not even making it. I, could, I, 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 I'm, I would put, I would put money that they, you know, they're in the, that last field of 16, but okay. it's just, it's such a wonky thing that, you know, that's fair. I get that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so out of, out of our dark horses that we gave, right. That you gave, I'm, I'm just kind of here for the ride. Davidson Rutgers. Um, we talked a little bit about Oakland, throwing that in there. 
any like sleeper team that you see making it all the way to the CWS kind of like an old miss type run out of nowhere. Well, let me pull up the rankings. Let's see give, me, give me a favorite team that I just need to tune in and see if Nick is right. I mean, that's the best part. Like as, as mm-hmm. I was watching college baseball last year, I would say that's really the first year I've really dove into it probably because I upgraded and got ESPN plus. So I had that option. I was really watching for players names that I could watch and see if they could be drafted, if they're guys that are going to be dudes later. Um, but so give, kind of give me a team that I can watch and look for those dudes that I can possibly see on draft day or whatever. Shoot. I know, I know. I, I put you, I put you out there. I put it's, you out there. It's, it's tough to pick a team, you know, that's not like, Oh my, you know, that, that the other to they're going to make it, but the season hasn't started. So if there's no, if that helps you put no pressure on whatever you say, you don't know any better because the season's not there. We'll revisit this. And you know in, what? In April and May. Wake Forest. I know they're, I know they're, they're a top 10 for most people, but it's still, you know, it, it's, it's still be a huge accomplishment for what, for them to, to get that far and to do that. Yeah. I just, I Wake Forest, I think with their pitching staff, they were all oh, there. Yeah. They haven't been to the college world series uh, appearance since their last one was in 1955. So it's, <laughs> okay. It's been the Deeks. Yeah. I just think with their three headed dragon of, you know, louder and, and uh, yeah. I, and then you have Brock Wilkins too at third. Who's great. Who's potentially going to be a first round pick. I just okay. think, I think wake force is, is kind of like Georgia tech last year where Georgia Tech had that had an elite offense with Kevin Prada, but they didn't have any pitching. Right. I think um, Wake Forest has that pitching and they have that elite hitting like Georgia Tech did. So I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be one of those teams in that 16, that field of 16. Okay. I can, I can go, I can roll with that. I like that because especially with Rhett Louder, like he's a name that I think if anybody's listening to this, it's going to, that's the name people are taking away. Um, Okay, Wake Forest, three-headed monster, and the best gold and black team in college baseball. You heard it here from Nick. Best team with gold on them. Um, Rhett Louder, like he was one of the guys I wanted to talk about, so I'm just going to say this, and then we'll go on to the next thing. But 2003 Gold Spikes Award preseason watch list, 2003 Perfect Game first team preseason, collegiate baseball first team, Baseball America first team, D1 first team. NCBWA, whatever the heck that is, first team. D1 Baseball preseason ACC Pitcher of the Year. Perfect game preseason ACC Pitcher of the Year. Perfect game preseason all ACC. Um, per, like ACC Pitcher of the Year, first ever in program history last year. Unanimous All-American last year. ABCA first team All-American. Baseball America first team All-American. So like if Rhett Lauder isn't a name that you want and if Wake Forest isn't the team you're going for, maybe it is now. Like that's insane. Six mm-hmm. two junior out of North Stanley High School, North Carolina. The, so the fact that they could have potentially two players um, drafted, two pitchers alone drafted, maybe top ten if if you know yeah. if they perform well enough. Top you know top twenty, top first round even it would just be. It just it speaks to just how good they are. Yeah, and I, how good Wake Forest their recruiting has been. 
I'm going. I'm I'm going on record. I'm saying it out loud. I am a Wake Forest fan this year. Anytime a Wake Forest game is on, I am watching. I'm I'm going to go all in on that. Uh, let's go. You, you nice work. Nice work, Nick. You convinced me. Um. So. Oh, where was I going with this? I had something. I lost it. I don't know where it's going. Um. No, that's what it was. I want to talk about the Florida Gators. So, I didn't. They've been up and down. They're always in kind of the top tier of SEC. Like last time I was at Omaha, I think I watched Florida win the national championship on that field. Um, but they have six players in the D1 150, top 150 ranks. They're seventh ranked in the, in the top 25. How much stock and how much belief are we putting in the Florida Gators this year? I think a decent amount. I think that they're – you know, I saw, some, I believe I saw that um, uh, one of their pitchers, and I'm not, I can't remember which one, it might have been Pierce Coppola is not going to be ready for the, the start of the season. So that's, that's a huge loss for them. But um, th- their pitching has been, been excellent for years. I just, they're another one of those SEC teams that, you know, is good. They just, they need to get over that hump. Okay. Do you happen to know who those six in the top 150? I don't have the D1. I do not either. I, okay. Brandon Sporad is one. I know uh, Pierce Coppola is one in a few, uh, either next year or the year after. Colby Halter is good as well. They just, they have a lot of solid, like really good, like role players, you know, guys that are, you know, a bunch of guys that can hit a bunch of guys that can pitch even after losing a, a number of players to the draft. All right. So like Wyatt Langford, he's no longer on the team, right? Uh, he is. He's still on the team. Okay. Least. So he led the team last year in home runs with 26 home runs, a slugging percentage of 719. Sterling Thompson. We know he's not on there anymore. Um, BT Riopel. Yeah, okay, yeah, they, they Hurston Waldrip as well. They added out of Waldrip. Southern Miss. Okay. He yeah, they have two White Langford and uh Hurston Waldrip, two potential, they're ranked top ten by most people. Um they're I this is gonna be the best I think the SEC in terms of draft prospects has been gotten for a while, which is awesome to see. Yeah, that's insane, like just knowing the history of the SEC. So Brandon Neely and Brandon Sporat. The pitchers mm-hmm. yeah. still there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they returned a lot of their their big dogs. Like those both led the team in ERA last year and both started both starters. Um, well, yes. Neely started ten games out of twenty one. So yeah, we'll see. We'll have to watch that. Okay, so Florida Gators are kind of the real deal. Wake Forest. Um, all right. So what am I watching this weekend? So this is opening day weekend. If you're listening to this, I have one or two possibility tournaments. What are a few games? What am I watching this weekend, Nick? I, w- I'm, I would not be remiss, you know, Old Miss and Delaware. Delaware? I was kind of hope I'm, you know, I would. I, being I think your Miss bias fan, is showing. Well, I would, I, I'll admit, you know, being an Ole, an Ole Miss fan, it was, you know, Delaware, the, the first team on the schedule. It was, it was kind of like, you know, they're really far up there. So, you know, I think it's an awesome opportunity for them. Uh, I just, you know, I think 
you gotta watch you know the defending champs that okay i'll give you that your bias is no longer showing yeah if you're gonna watch an opening day weekend you're watching the defending champs open up the the series okay that's fair i like that what delaware blue hens is that what they are yeah. i i yeah i just it's one of those you know it's one of those things it's like it's, it's a cool opportunity because i don't you know you don't normally see teams like that you know in the sec you know playing yeah. sec teams all right, so Ole Miss, they play tomorrow at 5 o'clock Easter time. Okay. What else What else you got for me? Uh, LSU and Western Michigan. If you're going to, you know, you want to see Dylan Cruz, LSU, you want to see okay. Paul Skeens is going to open for them tomorrow. You know, you want to see Tommy White. You want to see all that, the, uh, that LSU offense. No better, no better time than against, you know, Mac, uh, mid-American pitching. <laughs> right starting off with a bang um i think i saw that you're watching that on the sec network plus mm-hmm. so i think if you have the EFC, espn plus adaption you get that okay um yeah there there is a huge slate tomorrow i do not have to work tomorrow this is awesome okay what else give me one more uh, over the entire weekend indiana and auburn Okay. Rock Tibbetts, uh, catching catcher, first baseman, uh, who's really good sophomore for Indiana, and then Ike Irish, uh, freshman out of also out of Orchard Lake, like Nolan Schubart was, uh, catcher. I don't know if he's going to uh, play a bunch, but two very good catchers, uh, young ca- younger catchers, um, okay. squaring off. I mean, I believe that's I, Auburn's ranked. Indiana is they're so so, yeah. but Auburn is Auburn's uh-huh. ranked. They're pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if they're. I don't think they're top twenty-five. They might be close. Oh, twenty-six coaches yeah. pull twenty-six, so they're yeah. they're right on the bubble. They're going to be good again this season, but yeah, they're SEC team, so they're going to be good. Uh, Indiana is that McCade Brown, the Rocky? Yeah, yep. And so again, talking Rocky's high back. They uh, play at five o'clock Eastern time on the SEC network. Uh, just one that stands out to me as I'm looking at ESPN Plus's rundown tomorrow. Uh, Michigan State versus Michigan. I mean, that's just an in-state rivalry. If you know anything about that, um, is Wake Forest playing this weekend? Is my they team? They play Youngstown State. Oh yeah, they start. I saw that early, right? Yeah. No, that's Illinois, bro. Forest, or it's a round robin thing. So they'll play Wake Forest, Youngstown State, and then Illinois. So it's one of those weird two things. games tomorrow. Uh, one. Okay. Uh, it's, 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 it's okay. really weird. Okay. So fix this for me on Sunday. So fix this for me. So, okay. Two games on Sunday. So they're playing two because I see Michigan twice. Yeah. Michigan has to play Fresno state early and then they play Michigan state later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's also for people out there, the uh, MLB desert invitational, but they'll stream. MLB. Uh, you can find on MLB pipeline or MLB.com, you know, well, they'll still stream a bunch of good games. Yeah. I know one of them tomorrow night, uh, Tennessee and Arizona, TJ Nichols and Chase Doland, which is going to be a very, very good matchup on the mound. Yeah, that's huge. and they're playing at Salt River Fields. Okay. Yeah, that'll be good. And yeah, you can watch that on the MLB.com. Live on the MLB Network. Okay. I feel like you know this thing, so this kind of out of pocket here. But does 
my MLB TV subscription give me the MLB network? No. On the app. No. No, but you MLB.com. Well, they might. I don't know how Maybe it I works. Get to watch you it might be able to use that like ML the MLB app or whatever just to watch the games. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. You'll you'll be okay. able to watch, you know, on like your phone or on a browser or something like that. Live on MLB network and MLB.com stream. So it's like because I, I don't have MLB network, so I was hoping maybe the app would give me that. But well, yeah, all of them. Let's see, yeah, uh, twelve of the games will be streamed live on MLB.com, so all of them will be on MLB.com. Right. Three will also take place live on the MLB network. All right. Looks like I might so, just gonna screen share for a little bit. Um, yeah, that tournament is fun. You got Michigan, Fresno, UCSD, um, Noah Davis, alma mater. Nope, he went to Santa Barbara. I'll take that back. Grand Canyon, Arizona, Tennessee State, Michigan. Like most of the teams we just talked about are on there. Really fun. Fresno State, Fresno Grizzlies. Like there's some ties there. Uh, college baseball is here, Nick. Like how much time are you going to spend outside? Even if the weather was nice this weekend. The weather's not a lot. <laughs> like, I mean, I sit, you know, sitting by the window with the sun. I mean, that counts, you know, with the sun and the breeze. <laughs> you could get a nice little base place in by the window for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, like this is awesome. I'm just happy for baseball. We got meaningful baseball now. Um, I've been trying to dive into the baseball around here in Grand Rapids and trying to go to a few games. We have a whole bunch of NAIA D2 schools that are around here that I try to go to. So like, I'm really diving into this baseball, just college baseball stuff at all levels. Like there's so much fun things happening wherever you're at. Um, let alone being able to sit down next to a window and watching it on MLB.com or ESPN plus or any of these things. So it's pretty cool. I love it. Wake. So Wake Forest is my team. Ole Miss is your team. But before we answer the fan question that we posted on Twitter, I want you to get a little spicy again, Nick. I need you to tell me about the Akron Zips baseball program. So start it from a little bit ago. You're well, so I'll start. Then I, I can, I can, I can, you know, I can. So I don't, I don't know if any of the players listen. Uh, they don't. But I can start. You know, I, I can start. You they I can, don't. I can. I can. Well, yeah, I can. I can start. You know, from the end of the season, uh, they fired Chris Sabo. Let everybody go. You know, they, I don't know why he was. You know, speaking. You know. Purely off the record, I don't know why he was, you know, hired in the first place. No collegiate coaching experience, you know. It was not a, you know, one of those token, you know, oh, well, bring him in. Boosters like him, all that. Didn't really go all that well. Um, He's the Ohio State coach, right? That came in for a little bit? No, Chris Sabo with the former of the Reds. Chris okay. Sabo. Chris Sabo. Played okay. rookie of the year. Yeah. Reds fans will know. Uh, they hired him away from IMG, you know. Um, um, and that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, uh, shaky, however, what, three years, 2021, 22, and then, or 20, 2021 and 12, uh, whatever. And then they, they, he was let go. They brought in Chris Sable from Ohio State after they let him go after they hired Bill Maziello. And then Greg Beals jumped ship about a month ago for Marshall. Beals, is it? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I th- Tim Donnelly, you know, and it kind of has encountered, you know, a, a tough spot, but I think, you know, all the experience that he has coaching at Marshall, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's still a good fit. I just, you know, 
having followed them for four years, it's, you know, you kind of expect, you know, almost not the worst, but, you know, you want to, you want to hopefully start seeing that improvement like every team does on that field. And I'm hoping this is the year. Right. Yeah. Being coming back like fourth year, fifth year coming back, you definitely hope to see some things. Did they add any pieces to get you excited? Why, why, um, why am I coming to Akron to watch a, a Tim Donnelly? First of all, the games Akron are free. Team? Okay. Fields beautiful. All new grandstands. Um, uh, they added Jack Poist from, I forget where he came from. I don't have it. I should, I, I don't have it pulled up, but he came over from, I believe a junior college. Um, he came over from Barry. Barry College, yep. Uh, Outfielder. Uh, just insane contact. Played four of four of three. Doesn't have uh, sixty nine professional games or eighty nine total games, uh, including summer league. No home runs. So, but I mean, just an elite. He's the kind of hitter that the MAC, because the, the MAC. I mean, you're not you're not going to find good pitching. If you do, you know, you're you're going to want to like Andrew Taylor. You know, some of the schools do, but. I mean, it's just, it's not a pitching. So, you know, you're going right. to want to find the guys that just can essentially can hit the ball. If they can hit the ball decent, you know, you're going to win 20 or 30 games. And if, if you're out of conference slate is good, but right. Right. The big thing has just been pitching like every Mac team needs. And you'll, you'll see if they've developed that or brought that in. All right. Mm-hmm. So the Akron zips is the, the vein of Nick's uh, existence. They're much, they're, they're much like, you know, people who, you know, Rocky, the Rockies, it's, you know, <laughs> you know, you want to see, you want to see, you know, you're cheering them on at the, the finish line, you know, you're cheering them on to make good decisions and stuff. And they just they keep <laughs> making that, that wrong, that one wrong turn. And, you know, if anything, if something good happens, you know, something bad, then, you know, they, yeah. they find things, ha- bad things happen, you know, continue to happen in ways that you previously didn't think were possible. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible that a coach could jump ship, you know, a month and a half before a season. Especially like coming on like two se- two months before well, that. Yeah. A coach, you know, hadn't even coached a game, but Hey, <laughs> I'm out. Now I know it can happen. So <laughs> there's, I've almost got bingo. It's the old adage. There's always something new every day in baseball. Mm-hmm. You see something new and here, here we are. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So the Akron zips, if you, if you just want to throw it out there, <laughs> just put that in your heart out there, you listeners. All right. And let's end it with this, man. Um, so we put a question out, our first D1 release part thing here. Um, definitely leaning on you for this. I don't know much about it, but I think my answer is going to be uh, somebody we've already talked about. So two questions from the same guy, Rocky's royalty, Nate, Rocktober 19. Under the radar players, teams, we already kind of covered that, but this one was a fun question. Again, bring it back to the Rocky slate, right? If you could draft any college baseball player currently for the Rockies, who would it be and why? So I'm assuming like you're drafting a college player and they are on the 26-man roster on opening day or whenever it is, is what he means by that. So like which college baseball player currently for the Rockies, who would it be and why? uh it's that's a so big question I'm, very rarely do we see a college baseball player ready for well it. i think he i think and it i don't know if it's you know the industry speculative or whatever i think dylan cruz you know yeah. he's gonna he's going to be a pittsburgh pirate you know unless like he loses his leg in like some freak accident 
Um, he's he's going to be a Pittsburgh Pirate. I think it's going to be a case very similar to like Garrett Crochet with the Sox a few years ago, where he went right uh, from the draft. I guess 2020 was that weird COVID year, but he went you know right from the draft right into the big leagues. Mm-hmm. I don't know you know if if the Pirates will do that because they're nothing that they do makes sense, but I just think he's. He's, he's such a good hitter. He's so disciplined that, you know, if they want to stick him like at double A and he hits there, it, and you know what, it would, it would almost kind of be similar to what the angels have done are doing with Zach Netta, where they drafted him yeah. 13th last year. He's now already in big league camp with, with the angels. I just, he would, he would fill, you know, that center field need that the Rockies have. And he I could probably, yeah. And he could be athletic enough to kind of, figure it out oh, yeah. out there mm-hmm. um i, I, I yeah. remember dylan cruz was a name that you and uh tyler were throwing around last year around this time and all throughout the season dylan cruz was that name that all last year too so like dylan yeah, there's cruz, no way he falls yeah. i mean I, there's no i there's no way he if he falls to two i you know there's there's some weird universe where that could happen and the pirates go like chase dolander or you know max clark or something but he's not going to, he's, he's the best number one pick maybe since like Adley or Adley Mm -hmm. uh, a few years ago, but it's just, it's such an insane talent. He was also, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there, you know, you know, you can, Oh no, never mind. It wasn't Dylan Cruz. I'm thinking of somebody else. I thought he was drafted by the Rockies previously. I'm thinking (laughs) of uh, Kumar Rocker. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I forget that you can sometimes have that. Yeah, right. That that history there. But I'm thinking I'm thinking of Enrique Bradfield, who also is very good. I would actually... also take him. Um, I would take him as well. Currently, I think he's more likely to fall to the Rockies. Did he not? First, one one of them was drafted uh, a few years ago by the Rock. One of the the really good players in this year's draft was drafted in like the 40th round or whatever. It might, you know, I think I think I'm thinking of Kumar Rocker, but yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask you about Enrique Bradfield because, again, my first year of really diving into college baseball was last year, and Vanderbilt was always the team I watched before because I mean he had Kumar Rocker, Jack Leiter, and just the the history, the prestige that is Vanderbilt baseball. Um, and Bradfield was so much fun to watch. Dude is oh, he's, fast. He's 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 insane. I don't I. I hate making comparisons, you know, that don't, he's like, it's like Billy Hamilton with the Reds, you know, he's, he's bouncing around kind of now. Um, I think Enrique Bradfield is a much better hitter. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I guess you may be even comparable to Chandler Simpson who the Rays got, but just 80 grade speed, 80 grade fielding, you know, just, it's just, it's like kind of like Garrett Hampson just it's just he's a ridiculous athlete yeah he could pick and do whatever he wanted out on the field Mm -hmm. and then like every time he was on base he was an issue i think i don't know what the exact numbers were but he has 82 no no strikeouts he has 93 stolen bases i think it's 93 of 99 that includes his call um his summer ball league uh time 46 stolen bases last year 47 the year before and dude man still ops is at 889 career again i just yeah i just i just think maybe the hit tools is a little bit you know he didn't do very well in the cape not a big you know huge thing there isn't a lot of power 
So, you know, but at the same time, you know, you're getting a guy that you could just, you know, if you really, if you really had, you know, that was the only piece, you know, from, you know, a world series was a, a really good fast defensive center fielder. You'd, yeah. You, a team, you could call him up after you signed him. Absolutely. Yeah. I could see him playing it out and, yeah, if you're watching a Vanderbilt game, you'll remember the Enrique Bradfield name. Like, even if you don't know baseball, you haven't followed, like, he is a name that popped out to me. So, Dylan Cruz and Enrique Bradfield. Um, do the Rockies possibly draft Bradfield with, what What are they, number 13 pick? I think they have, like, eight. Are they eight? I can't remember. I got it. We'll get Nick on it, Mike on it. So, um, um, I would like a center fielder. I think um, – you know, there's, you know, Veen's not going to play center. No, he's not. Benny Montgomery's not going to play <laughs> Zach center. Zach Veen is not going to play center. Yeah, Keel Fernandez isn't going to play center. You know, with with Gritchick being hurt, I think uh, Brock going on Rocky's pick ninth. So yeah, no. um, but I don't think you know. I think Nolan Jones will make the. the this team needs a, a good center fielder. Jonathan Daza is, you know, he's a he'd be a decent player. You know, on on a team that's winning, but. You know, he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't have a lot of power. Yeah, it's the power. It's just, the Rockies need somebody, you know, who can comfortably hit 20 or 30 and not have serious concerns about, you know, versus like one side of the plate. Yep. That's the most frustrating thing about watching the team, you know, last year. And then is you play at course, but you can't hit home runs. How yeah. does that you should not be fielding guys who have a like a slugging percentage under 350 ever but here we are yeah not even yeah i was trying to look at some center fields so juan pierre came to mind when i was thinking of bradfield probably it's pretty similar comparison mm-hmm. um and then i was looking up dexter fowler dexter fowler in his best year i would say his best year in t- 2012 had 13 homers as the center fielder for the Rockies um, slogged OPS 863. So like, even then, I don't know. Well, have we ever had a center fielder that's hit over 20? Probably not. I don't know. That might be a different pod. I don't know if we want to do that now. We don't want to end this on a sad note, but Enrique Bradfield, Dylan Cruz are some names that could potentially be on that Rockies. That was a really good question. I like that question. Um, I mean, both of those are names that are like golden spike winners too at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like if you're putting money down, if you're putting a dollar down responsibly, you put it on Cruz or Bradfield, golden spikes. I would, uh, I, well, Dylan Cruz is going to win the golden spikes. He's going to win anything and everything. Okay. I mean, he is that, he is that guy. Yeah. He has that pedigree. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go with that. All right. Um, so you're waking up tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Uh, yourself settled in noon maybe i mean noon is when this started i was giving you some time to wake up but you're that guy that's waking up and putting it on right away what's yeah. the first what's the first game what are you watching at noon what's on what's, what can i i mean the, the question <laughs> is you know what could i watch without you know either you know having to not pay for it or i think michigan youngstown was on espn plus if i remember correctly but i, mean, def- I don't have, i don't have the espn plus up but um okay I can pull it up. Um, probably like Youngstown, Illinois is that noon. Yeah. Oklahoma oh, State plays at noon. Yeah, if College I can baseball find like a stream for that, maybe. 
I think that would be something, but most likely um, Akron and um, <laughs> uh, Western Carolina at two. Okay. And then Old Miss then at five to see them. How are you watching the Akron game? ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus? Okay. It's not on this list, so I might have to see if that's on there tomorrow. Yeah, if you, hey. go, to, if you go through their app live and upcoming, yeah, 2 okay. p.m. I'm just on the, the website here. All right. Oh, yeah. yeah, ETSU and Toledo be good. All right. So I don't have one Apple TV, so it's you can't. I don't have that where you can do like four at once. Wait, that's a thing? Yeah, with Apple TV, with the... Um, with ESPN, you can do, I think it's four at once. I can do that? I, I You should. Brody, you might have to send me a link in the DMs there. I don't, I've never heard of that. Well, it should just pop up. I have a P, I have a PIP thing where I can like Apple TV and then there, but I've only been like big screen, little screen. I've never been able to do two, it, but I've I, also never tried it with ESPN Plus. Yeah, and, ESPN, Apple TV, you can watch four at once. Dude, that's a game changer put Paw Patrol on in the corner for the boys and then put some of my, my baseball in the bottom left. That's a game Two changer. TVs, one next one side by side. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> now you're now you're talking crazy. Um but you're gonna yeah, you're, you could have three. I mean it'd be fantastic. It'd be fantastic. Sports bar just a wall. <laughs> That's the dream. Four. This right behind me. I want this just to be TVs right here, but I'm not in charge of this house. Um <laughs> unfortunately so college baseball is here we are having fun with the rocky spring training college pitchers and catchers started it is baseball season it is the favorite time of the year as nick started this podcast with it should be a holiday every day should be a holiday with baseball i hope you're enjoying it hopefully this gave you something to watch out for i think maybe a monthly series nick coming That's on fine. yeah that um, would be best seeing what we can do with some prospects that we could be looking for in the draft, kind of building up for that July, July draft and just making some more fun with college baseball. Cause we're all surrounded by it. Like you're surrounded by it. I'm surrounded by it. You're listening. You, I guarantee you have a D one D two, a GR, a CC school around you that you can go watch. Like there's something to watch out for. So baseball's here. We'll just try to do this once a month and give you something to listen for and watch for. And let us know who are you rooting for? Is Wake Forest your team? Is Akron? Are you going down that dark rabbit hole as a Colorado Rockies fan that just likes to live in misery? Like going like pain punishment, <laughs> the the whole thing. Are you going down with Nick with it, or are you going on the Wake Forest Golden Train choo choo and going on the Rhett the Rhett train? So let us know. We're here for you if you need us. Um, but yeah, go college baseball. Woo! Thank you for watching and listening. Please check out our link tree for more content.